Alright guys, it is Coron here, or Chris, or also Chris, or whatever the hell I'm supposed to be going by, from the Friends with Benefits podcast. I know we're taking our Christmas break right now, but that doesn't mean we're not bringing you content while we're away. So, uh, today I'm joined by a couple special guests. Uh, when Flanagan told me he was going to be doing something with Scott, I figured I would get uh, get in on the action too, and today I'm joined by a couple of good friends of mine, they're both local artists. Uh... Will, I'm going to introduce you first because you haven't gotten as many shout-outs on the show as the other guest, so... Good. <laughs> uh, this is my, my good friend Will Hensley. Will's uh, another great artist here in Lexington. He's... Uh, you used to be... You used to do like a one-panel comic in... Yes, for exactly two issues, I did <laughs> a one-panel comic for North of Center. <laughs> okay. Um... Will is the resident expert on all things like kaiju and mm-hmm. uh, Godzilla. And f- joining us is the man, the myth, the legend himself. You have heard him shouted out numerous times on the show, whether it's for his beer, his artwork, or just being an all-out great person. Justin Stewart, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Whoa. Hello. You butter me up too much. You butter me up too much. Too much. I, I feel like it's... It's a bit too much of a hype, but here I am, live and in person. Hey, believe the hype. I will. So yeah. Will. Um, you we... finally invoked me. <laughs> you said my name enough times. That's right. <laughs> we Beetlejuiced you. Uh, you did. You did. I didn't realize 38 was the magic number, but here we are. <laughs> um, my phone's ringing. We're going to ignore that. Mm. So, um, yeah. You know, uh, I really just wanted to get some artists on the show, because... Flanagan and I pretty much the only art level or artistic talent either of us have is uh, away with words and we can talk pretty well and that's pretty much all we have going for us. I think you guys have seen me try and draw and it's never a pleasant thing. I haven't actually. I want to. No, you don't, (laughs) bud. Well, but you you do have good taste. Yeah. And there is a there is a creative aspect to having good taste. Yes, there is. Well, not in friends, but in things I God enjoy. knows. No. <laughs> no, when you know, we we've kind of uh we've kind of done this like trio thing for the past few months to help, yep. to help get us by through we, quarantine. We, we of, have we have bubbled of, yes. uh death matches and bad horror movies yes. together. We, so. we are the Schlack pod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's already a thing. Can, can that be, if it's not it needs to be. <laughs> um but yeah. So we've watched some pod good stuff. in the quarantining sense, not pod in the podcast. Sense. Right, we've, we've watched some uh, some some good stuff, some bad stuff, and um, a lot of wrestling. Will you hadn't watched wrestling in what about twenty years? Yeah, since middle school. Yeah, and Justin, I know you've really dug back in because you're working because working with Nathan, I'm sure has really helped you out too. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's good to have a, a working knowledge of it, and I was interested anyway. Yeah, and I went like I went through a whole lull where I stopped following at the end of the Attitude Era, so I missed all the ruthless aggression stuff. Mm-hmm. I missed a lot of the ECW stuff, oh. um, and I just came back around like 2015, 2016. Because we've been watching wrestling together for a couple years now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um. And, you know, like this year, we all just kind of, uh, when the Acid Cup was going on, I said, screw it, and got an IWTV subscription, and, uh... And that's been our favorite thing ever. Yeah, it has been. You know, shortly after 4th of <laughs> July, we watched some, uh, ICW stuff, and 
Yeah, that's life now. Life is yes. just deathmatch wrestling and horror movies. But, um, and I kind of wanted to like get an outsider's perspective about something we've talked about before. Uh, I think it may have been six or eight months ago. Flanagan and I we discussed some of our favorite like cult movies, and in a broader sense, we also wanted to talk about like what makes something a cult film or movie or whatever you want to call it. We're not douchebags, so we don't use the word film too much. Um, but movie yeah. film, movie. Yeah. <laughs> if you describe uh, if you describe every movie you watch as a film, because some of the movies we have watched are definitely not films. Oh yes, no. yes. <laughs> There, it's yeah. That's a it's a completely ridiculous uh, <laughs> extra notch to add to stuff. Uh, but yeah, I think on that note. So we which to... one is Black Christmas? <laughs> which 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 version of Black Christmas? All right. Well, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. Go go ahead. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, real quick, while we're talking about the difference between film and movies, I feel like we have to shout out Outdoor Dougie from Critters Attack. Long live Outdoor Dougie. Yep. <laughs> May he rest in peace. <laughs> There's a little outdoor Dougie in all of us. Yes, there is. Bryce will still, like, every couple months in this group chat, and he'll be like, shout out to Outdoor Dougie. Shout out to Outdoor Dougie. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like uh, when you used to shout out World Star. It was just Outdoor Dougie. Outdoor Dougie! Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, it's December. I kind of wanted to put a different little spin on it, so I figured we could talk about uh, some movies and things we consider to be some cult classics from... Uh, like holiday movies and that kind of stuff. I know specifically we all sit down and watch horror a lot of the time, so I figured that could be fun. Mm. Um, and I guess, uh, I mean, I guess I can kind of kick us off. Please uh, do. Let's go this way. Yeah. You, one of the one of the first ones I really wanted to touch on and bring up was um, Jack Frost. Was I mean because you know it's it's. One of those things where, like, it had this, like, it, it came out and people were like, okay, it has this killer snowman thing. And, okay. Not the Michael Keaton. Yeah, not, not the not Michael to Keaton. be confused. And yeah. that's what I was going to say. It's like, it came out. <laughs> With the magic harmonica? Yes. Right around the time of the Michael Keaton one, didn't it? It, it, it absolutely did. Yeah. Uh, you I have, remember seeing it in video stores, like, side to side. Mm -hmm. You have a not-naked Shannon Elizabeth in the movie. Um, yes. But, yeah, not a lot of movies can say they have a snowman rape, so... Right up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vegetables. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Flanagan would be remiss if I didn't bring up the fact that the director uh, actually wrote the script as a serious movie. I don't understand Good. how. Yeah. It's one of the things, I just, I can't understand that, the train of thought that would lead into... I can try to. <laughs> Let me know how that works out yeah. for you, Will. Um, but... I, I, I think that's a great... I don't even want to say newer, because I think that movie's from, like, 98. Yeah, oh, yeah, I man. think you're right. Yeah, it's... it's because, uh, yeah, if it did come out the same year as Michael Keaton, Jack Frost, then yes. Yeah. It, uh, it was Jack 98. Jack Frost, the 1998 film, uh, Jack Frost mm -hmm. horror movie. 97! Okay, yeah. oh, hey. But, yeah, I just... I remember watching Jack Frost in high school uh, at my at the time girlfriend's house and we were watching that and she was not into it and yeah. you were just enthralled and i was like i see what they're trying to do <laughs> but uh i was also trying to do something else yeah. yeah and so but then i you know i had watched it i had gone back and and watched it again I'm like yeah this is not good no it's not good no and it does not age well no. at all 
It's by the way sitting over there on the Blu-ray shelf. In I'm case sure. you, in hey, case you were right. wondering, you have the steel book, right? No uh, slipcase. Uh, <laughs> no, Vinegar Syndrome didn't even do a slipcase for it. So oh, it's, it's kind of weird that like Arrow Video. Here's your chance. Yeah. Well, I think it's weird because like Vinegar Syndrome has gotten like some stuff that you wouldn't expect. Like they have Hell Comes to Frog Town, Jack Frost, and Tammy and the T Rex. But I say are like their big three that aren't like just borderline porn or just weird. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, Jack Frost feels like it should be one of those titles that Arrow or Scream Factory did. Yeah. Yeah. So. But it's more of, like, a trauma type yeah. thing. But I think, like, if I think Christmas and I think, like, Christmas cult horror movies, one of the first things to come to mind is always Jack Frost for me. Okay. William? First thing that comes to mind for Christmas horror, uh, for me... It's one of two things. Uh, they're they're both kind of thematically similar. Well, hold on to the second one. Mention okay. one for now. We'll come. We'll come okay. up to the next uh, one. For me, it's Krampus. Okay. Uh, Krampus actually replaced Gremlins for me as my must-watch Christmas movie. Okay. Uh, it's I've I've always been really intrigued by that myth of just like the weird European evil Santa Claus. So. And I loved seeing his weird monsters in his present sack, like the the killer Jack in the Box and the the gingerbread men that try to eat the fat kid. <laughs> Just it's it's good stuff. And agreed. And it's Michael Doherty, so it, it, that too. The visuals yeah. are going to be great. Oh yeah, and that that was a killer follow up to Trick or Treat. The only thing that got me was like the weird beginning part. Where it's like the kid gets into a fist fight at the mall yeah. or something, and yeah. the it's the montage of just all the people being inherently evil during Christmas, yeah. and, and that's what yeah. invokes Krampus, oh, yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah, the like, vibe of violence. Yes, yeah, the right, yeah. the family like shows up in a very cousin Eddie Christmas vacation kind of way. <laughs> yes, and when when I first saw it, I'm like, okay, are these characters just here to die? But then I saw they actually flesh them out, so yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I had always really enjoyed uh, sort of comparing the cast of Krampus to the cast of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Absolutely. Adam Scott because is Clark can, Griswold. Right, right. Like you can kind of, there's a parallel there. <laughs> oh my God. Now I'm yeah, sitting yeah. here like doing that in my head and I'm like, mm-hmm. yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Yup. Yeah. So, but, and I, I mean, I think that's that's kind of a weird one, because, like, I know, and I'm, I don't mean weird in, like, a bad way, but, like, it's, and this is going to sound weird, um, the cult movie I always describe as the thing that, like, still maintains cult status while also being super popular mm-hmm. is Super Troopers. Okay. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it was done on, like, a shoestring budget, like, Mm-hmm. For the first year it was out, like I feel like no one watched it. No. Then Comedy Central got the rights and aired it like six times a week. And that, that's usually how it goes for comedies. Yeah. I, I, I saw did, that. I didn't see theater. Airheads in 1994. Yeah. I saw it at 1 p.m. on Comedy Central. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Airheads used to be my Christmas Eve movie every year. Nice. And I have no idea why. Yeah. It started in, in like when we moved into the house over off of uh, Tate's Creek, like literally like a mile from here. And, uh, I woke up in the middle of the night, like one night and couldn't go back to sleep at like two in the morning or something. So I just put on airheads. Okay. So like every year, everyone else would go to bed and I would just watch airheads at like midnight (laughs) on Christmas. Like 13 year old me just hanging out watching airheads. 
going to wake up and play my N64 in the morning. There you go. So <laughs> that's, that's, that is part of the blueprint, yes. right, of where you were, where you are now. Yes. As I'm sitting here in my, like, slightly skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. Slightly. Slightly. Uh, yeah, long hair and black t-shirt. Yeah, okay, yeah, that, that, mm-hmm. that, that tracks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that tracks. Mm-hmm. But to wrap that back around, I feel like Krampus is kind of in that same thing, because, like, yes. I worked with the... And I'm not trying to be offensive when I say this, but I worked with, like, the textbook definition of basic white women at the pharmacy job I was at. Right. And even, like, my boss, who was, you know, glued to the Bachelor and Bachelorette every Mm -hmm. Monday, and, you know, they had season tickets to UK basketball and football. Yeah, she was a pharmacy manager, and her husband was a lawyer. Mm. I wish I had that money. They Mm -hmm. have a Kentucky-shaped cutting board in their kitchen. Made out of an old bourbon I, barrel? Yes. Yeah. Uh, can confirm because I, <laughs> because I dog sat for them and used said cutting board. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, like, we did not pre-plan that. That's actually it's, just a real thing. Is live, laugh, love written on her wall? No, no, no. But they had a vinyl collection and it was all like the Killers and Taylor Swift. Okay. Uh, this all tracks. Yeah. Some Bruce, though. Some Bruce. Some Springsteen. So you get some credit there. Okay. And one of the most jealous times I've ever been is that I got to go see Springsteen. They did the Springsteen on uh, Broadway thing. Mm. Which, fuck them. Um, <laughs> but, okay, yeah. So, like, even... But to wrap it back again. Sorry, I, I derail. Um, right. They, like, they were both super interested in Krampus when it came out. Yeah. Word. And I just, you know, just... The first time you see Krampus and he's like hopping from roof to roof, I was yeah. like, "Shit!" Because like once that movie gets going, yeah, like once you see Krampus hopping, once from the roof monsters to roof, show up, it's it's getting they're on. there. Yeah, they are just there. Yeah. And speaking speaking as an artist uh, or as a as a creative person, like those <clears throat> designs in Krampus for the monster and like the teddy bears and mm-hmm. the toys and stuff, like. Those are all really top-notch yeah. design yeah. work. That's like one those of the, characters look so good. Yeah, that's one of the most unique Krampus designs oh, yeah. I've ever seen. Just the the Saint Nicholas robe, and then just the big horns yeah. coming out, yeah. and he's kind of hidden in his. Right, it's just creepy hair. enough. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And my only complaint about it was like all the practical effects looked so good, mm-hmm. but then it's like they had like some weird little things of CGI that were decent but not great. I, but yeah. you know, I will advocate about that, like, considering the time oh, yeah. and yeah. how much they had. Like, I'll give them that. Oh, like, okay. Don't so it's spotty CG. Sure it's not it. like it's taking me out of the movie. Yeah. It's not like I'm not going to. Also, it was at least done in the dark. Yeah. So. And it's also not like when we're done recording in 20 minutes or whatever, Krampus isn't going to be in the discussion for what we're going to watch tonight. <laughs> there we <Yes>. go. <laughs> um, so, Jay, what you got? Uh well, I will say, I, 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 I mentioned earlier, I have one rule about a cult movie. Like, what makes a cult movie? Mm-hmm. My one rule is, if it can't be enjoyed with an audience, it's not a cult movie. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So, and my Christmas cult movie is Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Garbage Day? Garbage Day! day! <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that's... Uh, that's when I was in college, um, my my roommates at the time, we would watch that uh, every time th- around this time of year, you know, before we all went back home, you know, for the for the holidays. And uh, yeah, man, it's just it's it's a it's a fantastic 
piece of uh, cinema. <laughs> not a film. Yeah. Not, not a movie. Film. It's no. a piece of cinema. Yes. yes. I appreciate that. It transcends even film. And uh, yeah. the best part is, if you haven't seen the first one in a long time, you don't need to worry about it, because like a third of the movie is just flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Film school courses are taught on Silent <laughs> Night, Deadly Night 2. Because mm-hmm. you'll ask yourself, is that a different guy? And you'll have to say, yeah, that is a totally different guy. <laughs> uh, speak, speaking of, and as mentioned uh, previously, we will also be uh, throwing the direct-to-DVD sequel uh, starring Malcolm McDowell, just called Silent Night, into the conversation for what will be watched shortly after we leave. Good. Or after we go off air. <laughs> um, In the concert beach ball of movies. I don't know if that one's going to get bounced back. Yeah. <laughs> It's actually not bad, and it has nudity, so... Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, they, actually, it's really not bad. Um, so, I know I said, like, I, I'm gonna go off-screen or off-list here and talk about probably, like, it's moved into my must-watch every year. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna get another... Oh, yeah. Want. I'm set right now. Go, go grab okay, you a drink. I'm, go grab yeah, you a drink. too. <laughs> Uh, Justin's going to get a beer. Uh, shout out to Will, by the way. We are keeping the beer I have never tried tradition before going right now. This is the Evil Twin Brewing Maltov Cocktail. Mm-hmm. Uh, Imperial IPA with mango and orange added. And it is delicious. Thank you so it much. It is delicious. But, and Jay, you want to talk about movies that, uh, uh, you want to talk about movies that must or that could definitely be enjoyed with an audience? Yeah. Uh, gotta show love to 20, or 2017's that did not hit the States until late 2018, Anna and the Apocalypse. Yes, sir. Okay. It is far and away, like, I have... The first time I watched it, I gave it four and a half stars on Letterboxd. The second time I watched it, I realized, I'm not an asshole. This movie deserves five stars. There you go. Uh, I mean, just imagine <laughs> ha- having a sing-along in a theater. Dude. Like that movie, like I, oh, I, I, so good. I long for a day where it's like frozen, and when they would do like the things with the sing along at the bottom, mm-hmm. do that for the, the bouncing ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do yeah. that for in the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Have it be a, a dead little zombie head doing the words, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then it would bounce around like it would go like up. It would it would bounce upside down and around yes, yep. as it goes over the words. It, it doesn't. Yeah, it rolls <laughs> the rag doll physics on the head. I appreciate yeah, yes. it. Um, but the the cover art says uh high school musical meets Shaun of the dead and that is the perfect description of that have you seen it will i have not it's i, I need to uh, I, I, i'm sold here's a plug here's a so, plug it's on prime and hulu right now okay so um you can watch it on either of those it's an absolute blast i've watched it 2018 2019 now this year all around christmas yeah it's mm-hmm. i like i really appreciate movies like that that come out that I am pleasantly surprised by. Oh yeah, and we'll watch again. We'll like we'll like gleefully watch again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that gives me hope that there are people who actually give a shit. Yes. <laughs> uh, when they put it out on Blu-ray, uh, I, I paid too much for it, but well, it was well, it was worth it. It was worth it. And they ended up sending me two copies, so I got to justify it and be like, "Hey, I have a Christmas gift for Thacker now." So <laughs> see, see, it worked out. Your your yeah. love for that movie. <laughs> Was what it transcended? It, it did. It did. It got you an extra copy. Uh-huh. It did. Um, but yeah, it's for if you haven't been able to piece it together. It's uh, it's a Christmas zombie high school musical. Um, love it. <laughs> and I love the fact that 
in this world, they acknowledge that songs are happening. Like the, the bully guy will pull his friend back from like singing with the other people. Uh, they'll all like one of the songs ends and they're all in the lunchroom and then the bell rings and they're all like posed. But as soon as the bell rings, they all just like walk, walk off and grab their stuff and like head to class. Uh, and none of the songs feel out of place in the movie at all. It, it all has a purpose and flows really well. And just, like, I I want Shudder to get it because I want Joe Bob to do it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, like, I really appreciate that kind of stuff uh, because it's a genre that has been done to death, yeah. for lack of a better term. Like, the, mm-hmm. the zombie apocalyptic genre is yeah. throw a rock and hit one. Right, but like for the for them to do for to inject a musical aspect to it, absolutely is uh, is really is really interesting. I mean, and fresh. You could even take it a step further and say like the zombie comedy genre has even been done to death. And yeah, back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like throwing in the musical aspect of it just, mm-hmm. and e- even aside from that, like the script writing outside of the songs and everything is still just great. And the actor, like the actors are all good and there's not a single person I recognized in the movie because it's all, I think they're all Scottish. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but that that's a must watch and is, uh, like, what's the word I'm trying to think of here? Just, it, it really, it's, it grasps you too. Like, I, I know okay. one person it's who engaging. Yeah. Okay. I, I know one person who didn't like it and I just wanted to be like, how? Huh. So yeah, that that uh, that requires a, a further examination. Like, why? Why yeah. didn't you like it? Yeah, can we sit down and have this discussion? Right, and you you can't, you can't say musical because yeah. you've sat through other musicals before. Yeah, if you can sit there and watch like the Devil's Carnival and like if you can sit or there Repo and, Repo Repo the Genetic Opera is like the perfect foot like other side of that coin. Like if you say you like Repo the Genetic Opera, but tell me you don't like Anne and the Apocalypse. I'm just going to stare at you because you've confounded me. Uh, right. Will, you got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, the other title I was going to bring up was one called Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. Oh, shit. Have either of you heard of that? I've seen it. So it's it's also thematically similar to Krampus in that it's taking that European evil Santa story mm-hmm. again. It's so. Finnish? Finish, yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. yeah, and Santa's just a big troll. <laughs> Spoilers. It's, it's pretty it's pretty rad. <laughs> I've never seen rare exports. Oh okay. it's yeah, it's, oh, it's super rad, man. Yeah, yeah. I know, I need to. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's on the list for this week or uh when I go see my parents for Christmas, uh, I'm taking the Xbox with me and that's what shutters on. Um, so I also yeah. added it to my Voodoo account. Hell yeah. So well, I'll have two 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 ways to there access it then. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so Will, um earlier I said I only have one rule. Yeah. For cult films, and you said you had a myriad. I do have a myriad of rules. Okay, um, do you want to explore any of that? Right? Uh, the the one thing I was like, it can all be boiled down to okay. one like truth, I guess. Okay, and that's um, the ultimate thing that dictates whether or not something is a cult classic is time. So, like, after enough time passes, like, if, if it starts to kind of snowball into this, like, hey, like this group. Or even just this tiny group over okay. here, like, are really into it. Because, okay. like, sure, like, something can come out and, like, come and go. Like, no one pays attention to it in the movie theater, whatever. But if it has a shelf life and people, like, rent the tapes, 
spread the word of mouth, tell everybody, like, then suddenly you've got a cult classic on your hands. So, but I'm going to ask, you brought up Krampus. Krampus is from 2015. Mm -hmm. Do you think enough time has really passed to call that a cult classic? It's a cult classic for me. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. yeah. Maybe not for everybody, but for me. So, uh, and I don't even know if Rare Exports is a cult classic. But well, I see. I call those like I call those bookmarks. Yes. Okay. Like you remember, you remember using bookmarks? Yeah. On yeah. the internet, mm-hmm. right? like those are my bookmark movies. Yeah. Like during the season, I will. I, I, yeah. I go back to those. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then piggybacking on that, well, yeah, time. I think eventually, it, you know, once you get to decade plus. Mm-hmm. I think that's when you can, and and if something still works and still holds up, right, then you can start talking about giving it classic status. I, I think right. the the prime example, and it's not a Christmas movie that I'm going to bring up, is uh, Halloween Three. Mm-hmm. Hate it. yes, hate it for probably when it 15, first came out. Yeah. When it came out, and probably yeah. for the next fifteen twenty years after, it wasn't mm-hmm. until the Cause completely dismissed. Yeah, it was completely because dismissed. of no Michael Myers, and, and I because it was, it was just an oddball. Probably like the late two thousands, early two thousand tens, when like people really started to show the movie the respect that I mean, I think it deserves. I love yeah. Halloween. Well, I'll say this: it was after it was after the Rob Zombie shit. Yes. Yeah. Once, well, like once that second Rob Zombie Halloween came out, and people were like, "Wow, really." Mm-hmm. Then they started going back, and that's that's when that's when the first one blew up all over again. Mm-hmm. And then people came into part three, and they're like, "You know what? This ain't so bad. It's a good. It's a it's a good movie." Uh, three was one of the first ones I owned because, okay. like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to. I think it was still Fye at the time. I can't remember. It may it may not have been. It may have still been a different name or something. But I went to Fye. Probably oh six. Seven somewhere in there, mm-hmm. and it was buy one get one free. And I'd heard that the two worst movies in the franchises were Jason Goes to Hell and Halloween Three. Don't know why I wanted to buy the worst two and start from there, but it did. You're well because you were young. You were young, and you were like, "I'll show these. Yeah. I'll show these bastards." And Jason yeah. Goes to Hell is dog shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. Meanwhile, <laughs> Halloween Three, amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I think that's a movie where time, like what you're saying, time mm-hmm. really, really nailed it. And yeah. but I, I will agree because I think uh, like Trigger Treat, I think took the world by storm when it yeah. initially mm-hmm. came out on DVD because and see, like and yeah, that's one where like time was just a little shorter. Yeah, because you know, well, and also pe- people got it right away. Also, the Doherty Trick or Treat had been delayed for two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The so there was the hype, mm-hmm. and I've talked about this. Yeah. On show before, and I think maybe to you, I think we've had a conversation about it. And the first time I saw a trailer for Trigger Treat was it was on the DVD before the movie. Like it was one of the unskippable things on three hundred. Oh, okay. when it came out because it was a Warner okay. Brothers movie. Yeah. So okay, um, and I was just like, and it said coming this fall, and I remember being like, fuck yes, yeah. And then, like, that fall came and went. Then, like, the next fall yeah. came and went. And mm-hmm. then, like, ain't it cool news? Because that's where I was still going before Reddit was a thing. Thank mm-hmm. you, Reddit, for existing so I no longer have to give garbage sites my time. <laughs> um, ain't it cool is where I saw the trailer first. Yeah. 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 And, but when they were, like, uh, Trigger or Treat finally getting released and just, like, clicked in my head. And I was like, that's that movie. Because mm-hmm. uh, not to be confused with the uh, rock and roll nightmare. Trick or treat with yeah. Ozzy Osbourne and D. Snyder. Yes, yeah. oh, was it with eighty six? Is eighty six? I believe so. Yeah. One of the two. But yeah, so I, I, I haven't pitched this to you, but I'm going to pitch this to you guys now. What's um, 
What's like a holiday horror movie you think isn't a cult classic that you think a lot of people give credit to? That oh, so people like people inflate it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Oh man. One more time. What's the question? What is a movie you think uh, isn't a cult classic, but a lot of people probably view as? Oh, I, I know. What you got? Die Hard. I, I'm I am tired of the Die Hard discourse, guys. Really? Like, okay. yeah, yes, it's yes, it's funny. Ha ha! Bruce Willis is a is in a violent movie for Christmas. It, that joke's old. Let's put it to bed. Like. Die Hard's a good movie. I'm not disputing that, but like we need to stop going around being like Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Ha huh? ha. Like if you think it's like a Christmas this. movie, it's a Christmas movie to you. Like, Shut the fuck up about it. Yes, exactly. Also, Fair. like it's not a cult classic. It's just a classic classic. Like it's just Fair. It's just yeah. in regular film canon at yeah, this point. Is. Die yeah. Hard's just an action movie classic. Okay. Yeah, it is. So. Um, I feel like this might spin us off into a different direction. Uh, the original Black Christmas sucks. Yes. As a movie, yes. Um, and I understand... Remember when we said we'd get there? <laughs> it's the 70s. You have to, like... You have to view it like you're watching something in the 70s and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Chris is doing a jerk-off motion for everyone listening. <laughs> right. But... Compare it to... Like... It came out in 74. Texas Chainsaw Massacre also came out in 74. Mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw is not as slow as that movie, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre is still pretty fucking slow. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I, I, I can't get into it. Like, I've tried. I have yeah. It is, the original is on the Blu-ray shelf over mm-hmm. there. I, I can't do it. It's, it's handicam filmmaking before handicam yeah. filmmaking. It's 74 Black Christmas. Yeah. As of 2020, mm-hmm. it is a movie that you watch to learn something. Yes. Or it is a movie that you watch to start your education in that genre. Like, it's not a movie that you put on to be like, I'm going to watch a movie tonight. Click. Yeah. That's not it. You you have to watch it for a reason at this point mm-hmm. in 2020. Um, if, but if you, if you're, if you dig it, if you love it and you, and it's like your must list every year, fine. Absolutely. Yeah. But when it comes to me... I understand why that movie is in as high regard as it is because it did set a precedent. But when you watch it, for me, it's like you have to go to class. Yeah. That's what watching that movie is. Mm-hmm. It's like taking film class and you're like, hey, this is like the OG Christmas horror movie. Yes. You have to know this. Yeah. It's a it's it's part of the it's part of the basic dialogue mm-hmm. that it's... you get with with that. Correct. Like I. Uh... Like, this year, um, the the Joe Bob Christmas thing just happened. I wasn't crazy about either movie you did. Christmas Evil or Deadly Games. <laughs> Christmas Evil. Something like Dial Code Santa Claus or something. Initially called 36.15, which is basically 411 in France. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Joe Bob went through the whole thing about the name. But, like, I understood why I did Black Christmas last year. Like, because it's what you're saying. Black Christmas is, and, you know, it... We watched it together. We we did the Joe Bob thing together last year, and mm-hmm. uh, it felt like class. It felt yeah. like Joe Bob was teaching us the Black Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was mm-hmm. you know we we were in the Black Christmas lecture, right? And Christmas Horror One Hundred and One. Yeah. Then we got to go to Jack Frost, which was uh, 
better. And by that point, uh, I think we saw that it was Jack Frost, and it's like, I will watch this tomorrow because yep. it's already midnight. Yeah, we, so, took, we, uh, yeah, we took off. Uh, but yeah, but I think, and I think that if you're if you're interested in in the genre and you want to start an education, watch it with the Joe Bob version, yeah, like absolutely. because yeah. he breaks it all down and he 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 gives you the reasons why people hold this in such high regard. Yeah. Question for the room: That was Bob Clark, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's directed two of the classic. Right, Christmas movies. Because yeah, he did that in the Christmas story. Yeah. Right. And Porky's. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, so uh, now that we're talking about it, I just kind of want to run the gamut of Black Christmas. Uh, personally, I love the 06 remake. Mm-hmm. I, I love the 06 remake. I think it's, it's fun. It's, it's it, better than it has any right to be. That is my line about a lot of things. I, I yeah. coined that phrase with Cult of Chucky. Okay. <laughs> and I've been using it since the... No, Curse of Chucky. I'm sorry. Yeah. Cult of Chucky is trash. Curse right. of Chucky is great. Um, sorry, I've caught myself saying <laughs> I'm a lot, so now I'm self-aware of it, and I'm like pissed every time You're I You're in a Chucky it. loop. Now you just got Chucky hot takes for everybody. So, the 06 remake, uh, aside from spoilers on a 14-year-old movie, aside from the weird yellow people... Mm. <laughs> yeah... Yeah, uh, and the the you know the the girl killer being the her father being her brother like it, it took it, some weird directions but like it tried to be sleepaway camp yeah the well cat, it had it, it had some VC Andrews yeah. shit going on in it and the yeah. yellow people were super weird and I think that's why I I appreciated it oh for sure mm-hmm. because it was at least something that they were trying yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know uh, and you know. Uh, Extra bonus point for at least me because it has Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Hey. So, who was like more of a scream queen than you would think in like the the aughts? She had that yeah. Final Destination three, um, Death Proof, Death Proof, and I feel like I'm at least forgetting one or two other like small horror movies she yeah, did. Man. She was in the Thing, yeah, pre- the Thing prequel, prequel Thing, yeah, prequel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, honestly, it's just a ton of fun. I. I think for the longest time I lumped it in with that garbage movie Sorority Row. Uh-huh. So I put off watching it because uh, my one of my roommates at the time, this guy named TJ, had a free red box and rented Sorority Row and brought it home for us to watch. Oh, buddy. Mm. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've all, I think, um, we've all been to, into those loops of your roommates are like, yo, you gotta watch this. And you watch it and it's absolute dog shit. Yes. So then the next time it's your turn, you're like, man. I'll show I, you fuckers. Like, do I, like, <laughs> do I want to go with something good or do I just want to make them fucking suffer? Like, yeah. they made me suffer. <laughs> Speaking of suffer. <laughs> so, are we going to... Uh, oh, we're oh, going. Yeah. This brings us to, uh, to the, the new one. We're to 2020's Black Christmas. Calories, please. Calories. Uh, 2019. That's 2019. 2019 okay. Black Christmas, which has nothing, aside from taking place on a college campus, has nothing to do, and a sorority, has nothing to do with the first two movies. No. It's just like licensing out shit for, yeah, like, exactly. I want to make Spider-Man toothbrushes. Right. Who do I have to pay to do that? Yeah. These people went, I, I like wanna, this name. I like this name, Black Christmas. Yeah. 
our one takeaway from that movie, there's this really dumb character who enters frame and just pours herself a bowl of cereal and says, Calories! No, she does say, Calories, please. Calories, please. Okay. And no one else acknowledges her. Which was, which yes. Was, was that Throughout when, the movie. Was that, when we had to, was that when we had to pause? Yeah. Yes. And, and I'd like to say right now, uh, possible spoilers for the 2019 Black Christmas coming up because yeah. we have to get into it. We have to. We, we have to. Um, so when we're done with this, there will be something. Mm-hmm. A noise of some sort. Or... Yeah. Oh my gosh. So here yeah. we go. Five, 2019. Four, three, three, two, one. Spoilers. Beat, beat, beat. Black ooze that turns you into a toxic, toxically mascu- <laughs> masculine person. Yep. And here... The spirit of toxic masculinity. The spirit of toxic... <laughs> and here is my major beef with it, is that they found a way to explain dudes being assholes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Dudes are just assholes. Yeah. <laughs> there is, they're not being controlled by some sort of... By black goo by from bl- the Civil War. Yeah, by, yeah, by Civil War era misogyny goo, you know? The person that founded this college was a racist old white man. I feel like that kind of goes without saying. Isn't that Correct. every college so, ever yeah. in the United States? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Like... We'll pull the curtain back. A friend and I, a few of us were sitting at a uh, happy hour. Uh-huh. We were all discussing, and I was like, we were looking it up, and my buddy looked on Best Buy. He's an employee there, and it was nineteen ninety nine. I was like, dude, what's your discount going to make it? He was like, 16-something. I was like, it's it was nine ninety nine or ten ninety nine on Amazon. I was like, I'll just buy it. I'll, I'll do it for the sake of the joke. He's telling me it was sixteen sixty six. No, so after tax and everything, it was it was like right at twelve dollars is what I paid. Oh, so. Okay. Shows up, we're trying to figure out something to watch. It's literally the three of us here right now. We, we were trying to figure out something to watch, and I was like, well, I got Black Christmas 2019, and Justin just goes, oh boy. <laughs> and uh, 95 minutes later, the credits rolled. What was it that we had to pause? No, you ha- we had to pause it, yeah, because you realized that the whole crux of the movie was the ghost of toxic masculinity. <laughs> yes. And I was laughing too hard. To yes. You <laughs> yeah. compose yourself enough to continue with the... Uh, I think all of us had to compose ourselves. Yeah. Right. Like, once Carrie Elways was like, yeah, I, I, I smear this shit on your forehead, and then all of a sudden you're a, you're a fucking jock asshole. Mm-hmm. Made of goo. You know? Like, <laughs> Travis described the movie as... Uh, he says it's so lost in trying to deliver a message it doesn't even know what it wants to be. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yes and no, because I don't think it's even really trying to deliver a message. I think that was just, like, you know, built into the plot. Like, let's give these goo monsters a reason to be mad at these liberal white women. Uh, and yeah. what what makes it extra disappointing was that it was all spearheaded by women. Yeah. It was directed by a woman, written by a woman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the way I like, I don't know, man. If there was something that happened in between when that movie was done and when it got released, but yeah. certainly anyone who watched that would have been able to figure out that something <laughs> was not coming through. Right. 
Oh, and very much of like how I would describe Tenet. Like that opening scene of like the girl walking home and then like the dude. Like very. Yeah. It was yeah. atypical slash. It's, yeah. it's very happy death day. Yeah, like, but I mean, it was like, kind of a yeah. rad opening yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I didn't hate yeah. it. And then yeah. like. Like Tenet, it just nosedived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris and I hate Tenet, by the way. Oh, Listening land. <laughs> yeah. If anyone has, if anyone listens, they know. Okay. Right. Good. <laughs> and I don't want, like, I don't want our our disdain of the 2019 Black Christmas to be construed as uh, anti anything. Yeah. No. We, uh, we had a good time. Anti any it. sort of movement. What is that? It was. trying to convey a message that it was trying to convey, I think that it was lost. Yeah. In... We wanted that message to be better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There was a a subtlety that was lacking. Yes. Yeah, it's... They browbeat you with it. And I know the argument is, like, look, this shit really happens to women. Yes. Of course it does. Absolutely. And so I I understand. But then to... you know, again, my biggest complaint was being that the the, the douchebaggery of the dudes just explained away by is this the goo, blob is yeah. the blob, and it's just like, well, that sort of that sort of takes That's, the piss yeah. out of right the argument you were trying to make, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that you're like, yes, women get treated like shit. Yeah. Oh, but it was just black goo's fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, and, it's no. men's fault. <laughs> no, it's men. It's dudes' and, fault. It, it, yeah. it is men. And to say that they like browbeat you over the head with it. It's like, they use the most... Everyone, e- even the girls in the movie, are still just the most atypical. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone just fits into this... There's calories, girl, we mentioned ...character earlier. mold that they fit into. Like, which sucks. Yeah. Because... The movie attempts to convey a message that needs to be pushed, but... Yeah. Fails... So hard. Mm-hmm. I think, I think if you had stuck closer to the original concept of mm-hmm. just sorority slasher. home invasion, yeah, yeah. right, mm-hmm. like just sorority home invasion, mm-hmm. and that's all you're dealing with. Yeah, no black goo, no black goo, and you're sort of <laughs> you're sort of you you you, which is what the 06 one was like. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a story of these girls who are banding together. Yeah, yeah, you know. And then other stuff happens. Story, like we like revenge stories. But I like the I I like the you sort of shrink the story down to just this dude is trying to kill these women Mm -hmm. in this sorority house, and they have to defend themselves. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to sell me on why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. uh, You don't have to skin the cat and like make it seem like oh Mm -hmm. they're not all bad guys. They were just covered in goo. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I just, you know, it's uh, the to bring to bring it back to the Rob Zombie Halloween thing. Like, I never needed to see Michael Myers as a troubled child. You can no. absolutely overdo a thing. Yeah. yeah. You, you never. And, and like Malcolm I, McDowell as Doctor Loomis, good. <laughs> like, yeah. Michael Myers as a kid being troubled, bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I I don't need to watch. Uh, I, I don't need to have Peter Parker do his hair to make him look emo to show me that he's upset in Spider Man Three. I definitely yeah. don't need a dancing like. You don't, don't talk about that, have Chris. to beat me over the head with your story to prove your point. Yeah, and to I get will, to your message, I will say, uh, talk. You know, going back to Spider Man Three real quick. Mm-hmm. It is good to know that 
those scenes were shot by Sam Raimi fucking pissed <laughs> out of spite <laughs> at Avi Arad yeah. and everybody else at Marvel hell yeah so he shot that out of spite he was like this is fucking garbage and guess what it's gonna be in this movie this <laughs> wasn't the whole crux of Spider-Man 3 grumble grumble I hate Venom exactly like, it, well yeah. it, it was and, and the, yeah. the, so, the Sony decree was put Venom in it or you're fired yeah, yeah. and the uh, <laughs> yeah. well cause I mean he's also gone on record being like it should not. He's like, my name shouldn't have been the directing name on it. It should have. He's like, it should have been Sony Exec Number Twenty Three. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's neither here nor there. That's right. neither here nor there right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll come back and we'll do an entire bitch episode about Spider Man Three at some mm-hmm. point. Oh, uh, we can do our Marvel Knights episode. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. As strange as this is going to sound, as much as I hated the movie. I kind of want to tell people to watch Black Christmas 2019 I, at least once. I, I do too. I in a group. Do not yes, sit down and watch yes, it by yourself. Like, watch it and, with friends. And here's here's the rub of it all. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> but it will be a cult classic because you will want to watch it with other people. Oh yeah. And um like it's it'll get there. Yeah. I think it'll get there. In in 5 to 10 years it, it'll be a midnight at the Kentucky and when that girl walks in you will have a crowd erupt in the phrase, Calories, please! <laughs> and they just fucking throw honey grams in the air. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we were talking about There's, a, yeah. there's another line she has that I feel like we've criminally underrepresented. It's later in the movie where she's supposed to be cooking the Christmas dinner. She's like, so you just put a turkey in an oven and set a timer? It can't be that easy. <laughs> and then, like... The the immediate reaction to not even that line, but just to the events is something's not right here. <laughs> and oh, I, I do want to touch on the one boyfriend who is the nicest guy ever for mm-hmm. the first little bit in the movie, mm-hmm. and then to show that he's an asshole in the next scene during the turkey cooking scene, he's hunched over in his seat, just drinking beer from a can, looking pissed off at the world, <laughs> and that that is how they showed you that that dude was infected. With, with toxic, toxic masculinity. masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> guys, Boy, howdy. Uh, hey, thanks, Chris. No, thank, thank you, guys. Thanks, um, buddy. This, this was a ton of fun. This won't be the only time you hear the three of us talk and do a special episode for you guys. Uh, I don't know if this is going to air before or after Christmas, so I hope you have or had a good Christmas or a good holiday, whatever you celebrate. Um we're looking forward to 2021 for everything we have planned for the show, for everything we have planned for you guys as, or even through the talk nerdy to me brand, uh, Justin will thank you guys. Yeah. Thank hey, you, Chris. do we need, um, like, do we need a, a call sign? Like, is the three of us a thing? Oh Ooh. yeah. I, I, I'll have to come up. I'll have something for the next time we do this. Okay. okay. Uh, Oh, do you guys want to plug your socials? You can follow me at, at, Will HNSLY on Instagram. And uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, all of my stuff is at justin3000.com. So it's J U S T I N 3000.com. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for, t- uh, you know, as always, stay safe, stay happy. Thank you for listening. Will, Justin, especially to the two of y'all, thank you for being our friends with benefits. <laughs>